Greetings, Bibb County family. This is your superintendent, Dan Sims, and you are in the loop with the suit. I cannot believe I am talking to you during the last week of school. Unbelievable. Uh, I'm recording this on a Monday, so that means we have a Tuesday, rather. So this is the day before the last day of school. I just want to offer up a, a couple of things, and I have my man Jeremy Timmerman for communications here as well. Uh, first, just want to talk about graduation. This is, this is the most exciting time of the school year. I have watched uh, our, our kindergarten programs, our honors awards, our fifth grade programs. I've seen graduates walk in and out of buildings. So it's just a happy time for everybody. Uh, I would have to argue, though, the happiest time is for us to send off the next group of young people into the world. So we are excited about that. And if you are a senior or anybody with a golden ticket in your hand for graduation, I just want to lovingly remind you that every student deserves to hear their name. We will have times to cheer, to applaud, times to be silent, and I'm just looking forward to everybody's graduation uh, being the most professional, the most celebratory, the most amazing experience. So if there's any cousin or mom or dad or uncle or grandparent, whoever it is, aunt, whoever, godparent, whoever you are, do me a favor. Whoever else has a golden ticket going with you, just remind them we will, you will have appropriate times to cheer. And let's make sure that everybody walks away knowing that their, their, their names were heard. Also, uh, you know, crowd control is, is a critical piece for us. So just asking you to do your part and let's make sure that when people walk away from a Bibb County graduation, that they say, now that's how you do it. And I'm counting on everybody to make that happen. Speaking of uh, graduation, so graduation is going to end and we'll go into our planning for the summer. And I may ask Jeremy to jump in on this. I am very, uh, maybe concerned is too strong of a word, but I do want to make sure that every student has something meaningful to do with his or her time uh, over the summer. I know a lot of people are concerned about school safety. It's been the big talk, but that talk is going to stop for about two months or so because the majority of our students will not be in school. However, safety continues to be an issue everywhere. So if you have not done so, please consult your school to see if there are any programs that your student can get involved in. Uh, we have our own host of programs. I know there are churches uh, throughout the area who have programming as well. Um, so we just need to, I need everybody doing something. I don't know what it is. I was a kid and the reason I love music now, so my parents couldn't afford to send me to summer camp every single summer. I maybe went when I was six, I think another time when I was seven and that was it. So I stayed home all day long and maybe it's why I'm creative now because I had to kind of Find ways to occupy my time. The biggest thing I did is I listened to albums. Okay, for those who do not know what an album is, an album is this big round plastic thing <laughs> that has music on it that's on your phone now that was on a compact disc not too long ago and on a cassette tape prior to that. And before the album was an eight track. So I, that's how I listen to music all day long. I watched Price is Right, maybe caught a movie or so. One of my favorite movies was Music Man. But I found ways to keep myself occupied. I don't know if all of our students know how to do that now. So since they don't, let's make sure that we have organized activities for our students to do. Did you want to jump in on that? Yeah, there's a couple of different things you can do. Like you, excellent idea, churches, community centers, find out about what's going on at those. 
uh, check out the local library. Library cards free. They have activities throughout the summer, story times, things like that. This is not a paid advertisement, but I do know if you have a teenager, Planet Fitness has free memberships through the summer for teenagers. So you're talking about being active, wanting to stay fit, wanting to stay healthy. I know if you're, you know, if you're child, you know, if you're, you got a child that plays football or one of those fall sports, they, and even though the other sports, they have workouts over the summer. But if not, that gym membership, that's a couple hours a day that, that they're out of the house and they're in somewhere controlled and safe and getting healthy. Um, so that, that's another option. But yes, yeah, staying active all summer and staying, you know, I, I grew up out in the middle of nowhere. There wasn't a whole lot to get into. There wasn't a whole lot of, you know, uh, you could get out in the woods and get some ticks. That's a, that's about as big a trouble as you could get into. Um, but, yeah, so I, I think those, particularly for those younger kids, the, the local library, there's so many. It's the way to continue that literacy throughout the summer is to get into those activities there. I'm glad you tagged on to that. I really, I honestly am asking, I'm asking every single one of my parents, if your child does not have a library card, and you're talking about online and physical public access to the library, Please take 15, 20 minutes out of your time and go to our library. I don't just need, and I definitely need more than anybody, our elementary age students to be reading. I need everybody to be reading something. Literacy will continue to be something all of us need. So what better time than the summer to focus hard and heavy on improving uh, the fluency, the comprehension, and just everything that relates to reading uh, for all of our students. Second thing, so summertime. Now, I need you all to Google um, laws against going through children's stuff when they live in my house. Now, if, if no laws pop up, and I, I'm thinking right now, I don't think there's a law that says I can't go through my children's stuff if they live in my house that I pay the rent and the mortgage for. I don't think so. But Google it, because I don't want you to blame me if your child sends you to court for invasion of privacy. I don't think that's something. But please, know what your child has access to. There are things this past year that have come to the school, and while people want to jump on us as a school and as a school system, we do not tell students to bring illegal things to school. We don't. We never will. We never have. We have a code of conduct that clearly outlines, but for some reason, there are students who have access to things they should not have access to, from weapons to drugs to vape pens, the whole nine. And we need everybody to work together to ensure that you know what your children have access to. So Google that. I don't think there are any laws. Barring any laws, I think we owe it to ourselves and to our community, and most importantly, to the safety of our students to know what they have access to. That is, that is mission critical. So as we get ready to start this summer, I just want to tee all of you up. You will have more time with your children than you have in the past nine months, but we have to take full advantage of that time. Lastly, I'll just say that uh, we're excited about our strategic plan, and our strategic plan, this new strategic plan, hashtag built for bib, more victory planned, it is calling for an increased level of engagement. So let me say this to all of my elementary age, and middle school age parents, as well as my upcoming and current high school age students. And I'm going to use a story that I got from a, a lady who unfortunately lost her son at the age of 19. One day, her son walked up to her and he said, Mama, you know how you always add everything when I was uh, in elementary school and you were always there. I, I, every time I turned around, you were there. He said, I'm older now. 
and I need you more now than I did then. May he rest in peace. But this was a student who realized that he was now at the age to make some really great decisions and some really dumb decisions. And what he was asking for from his mom, and he did get it, but unfortunately, the streets took him away. What he was asking for was a level of guidance and support while he struggled to become a decision maker. So I want y'all to let that seep in. It disturbs me when I see a bazillion parents at an elementary school gathering and I see a handful of parents at a high school gathering. Is it that we think we should not be involved anymore because now they're older and they're more responsible? I beg to differ because now the decisions that they make, if I'm five years old and I decide to steal a noun later out of, out of the uh, store because that's what I like, then I might get a slap on the wrist, a spanking based on how my parents were raised or what have you. Translate that same five-year-old now to 16 years old and they go into Walmart and they get what they like, which might be an iPhone or a PlayStation or something else. Do I get a slap on the wrist? No. Do I get a spanking? Nothing close to it. So the older they become, the bigger the decisions. The bigger the decisions, the greater the consequences, be they positive or negative. I want y'all to sleep on that one. I'm going to be pushing because we got to do better, all of us, about our oversight of our students while they are still under our care. And I think it's going to be a game changer when we get it right. The other thing, and you know, the time is short with all, you know, I, my oldest child is not, or 10, and I'm already like, wow, he's going to be in middle school soon. He's going to be in high school. But when those kids are younger, if they get disappointed, they get discouraged. That five-year-old, if, if you miss a thing and you miss an event and, and they get discouraged about it and they, you know, maybe start slipping in school a little bit, you've got time to correct that. You've got time to fix that. You've got time to, hey, buddy, let's, let's, let's get back on track. That 16 or 17-year-old can just drop out. That's, it. That's, 16, a, that, that's a decision. That 16 or 17-year-old, you know, they fail one class, they get behind, they, you know, they realize they're not going to graduate with their friends, and now they decide they're going to drop out. And depending on the home situation, depending on the situation, there might not be a whole lot you can do about it at that point. Um, you know, a 16-year-old ain't going to school, you really can't make them. They can leave. Uh, yeah, that 5-year-old's not going to do that. So... It's just so crucial that we stay involved, stay involved throughout the life. Stay involved. That, that's, that's the message right there. I appreciate that, Jeremy. That's, that's a great ad. Look, we're at 10 minutes, 47 seconds. I, I, I'm never long. Last thing I want to do is give a shout-out to my daughter, Camille Sims. Yeah. She graduated on uh, Wednesday, May 17th. Uh, she was voted uh, the most well-rounded senior, highest award you can get I love it. Uh, among, among the senior class. And uh, I'm just really proud of her, headed to Alabama A&M University, uh, full ride opportunity, going to be with the Dancing Divas. So y'all will never see me on a Saturday morning in Macon because I'll be in Huntsville, Alabama. At any rate, that's it. I wish y'all a wonderful last, uh, last week of school. Let's uh, end it on a positive note, but let's start our summer right so that we can have a great beginning to our upcoming school year. This has been your superintendent, Dan Sims. You've been in the loop with the soup. Blessings. Blessings.